Hello, everyone. Hello, hello. How Good evening. Good evening. I'm just going to check what's going on. How are you all podcasters this evening? We hope you're all very, very well. And you YouTubers are Ask an Expert audience. Welcome to The Outside Bride. I'm Emily and you are? I am Alan Braithwaite, your husband. Yeah. Husband, business partner. For now. Yeah, for now. What? Yeah, but as you always say, I'll be good for your first husband. If you were here about five minutes before we went on live, we, you might have seen, or you might have heard quite an explosive little... Um, Right. No, it wasn't that explosive. We had a we had a domestic. It's fair to say. Gentlemen out there, <laughs> no, no, gentlemen. I was I was I've, no, can no, I position no, it. No, 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 no. Oh, no. I am. Um, they all think I'm a knob as it is. Let alone you like confirming the thought process. <laughs> when your wife is not feeling great about herself, maybe I don't know. She's happily popped out a couple of kids, and she's not feeling great body conscious wise, and a few more grey hairs. The worst thing you can do is go. No, I didn't do that. Look, look, long story short, Emily was in the kitchen and I laugh at it's fair to say I laugh at everything, don't I? It is fair to say I don't You're take a man child. Yeah, I don't take much serious. But then is that even a proper sentence? And I walked outside and Emily was sat there and I just laughed. And Emily, who was not feeling her best, took it to heart. Now I was in the wrong. I apologized vehemently and other words I can't think of right now because I'm a bit anyhow, jaded. Anyhow. Anyhow. Well, you know what you know we've actually got loads and loads to talk about. We do. I'm still just quite mad at you. No, that's fine. I accept your uh, public apology. Right. Okay. So let's do formalities first. YouTubers, uh, watchers, uh, listeners, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, we hope you well, thank you very much for joining us this evening. Yes. Or on playback, etc. We are here as always to discuss the amazingness of outdoor weddings, aren't we? Don't look at me like that. Anyway, so if Emily's going to look at me like podcaster, she's giving me like a killer death look, just so you know. Um, if what I'm going to do is roll back to last week and discuss when we were asked to bring a tent up to London for ITVs hang this fire. morning. Hang fire, hang fire. Don't roll into that yet. If you're watching on YouTube today, give us a thumbs up. We'd love a thumbs up. And if you would like to as well, subscribe to our channel down below. So, I, 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 yeah. And also, watchers, um, feel free to ask some questions. We're happily to, happy to answer anything live tonight. Right. Roll back to last week. Boom. I did that, man child. Right. I, last Thursday, we were invited up to London ITVs this morning at Television Centre. For the geeky ones amongst you, I was very geeking out on that very geek. Oh, my. Goodness, I can't talk. He was a man-child. Yeah, yeah, I was geeking out. Because Television Centre, part of my youth, being on the BBC and all those things. So I was very excited to be there. And I don't think I'd ever been there before. And, uh, yeah, it was awesome. We provided one of our... So we own another company called Bay Lily Bell Tents, as well as the Outside Bride. And they wanted... This is the third time they've asked to use one. And second time we've been on. The, the middle time, uh, there was a terrorist attack in London and we couldn't we go bumped. on. We got bumped. Which is fine, obviously. Um, so we were back on. We were very, very excited and one uh, of the highlights of alan's day is that he walked past and had a transaction with andy, andy peters, peters off of the 90s yes so if you'd like to say that, i think i put it on my personal instagram so if you go to i'm at chad chad elvis if you want to know ask me and i'll explain it another day man child <laughs> i'm at chad chad elvis on instagram and there is my interaction with andy peters which i was very very pleased about because once again i've known andy peters since being very young 
Mm. It's up there with the scope, sure. We hung out with the likes of Alice Beer off of the 90s again. Yes. She was all right, wasn't she? She was lovely. lovely. Her her dog took a little kip on our double bed with the nice wife. That wasn't as lovely. Stanley was lovely. He was a lovely dog, though. The, the nice muddy paws and our bright white linen wasn't it was great. Mm. Um, and then we were in the green room and we saw Eamon and Ruth and Trini. Trini. Alan got very excited because he felt like it was some sort of sign that we should be there on the day because they did a whole segment on how to wear the colour yellow. Mm. And Trini wore a bright, almost like a luminous, wasn't it? Day glow. It was a bit too, suit. not my style. And there was Alan in the green room getting his phone and going, look, 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 this is my wedding suit. This is like, it? And no one, I, no one I got married in a yellow suit, basically. If you'd like to see a picture of me in my yellow suit for my wedding, uh, post it in the Outside Bride Facebook group or the comments mm. here, and uh, I will share it around. Perhaps we should just share it anyway. No one wants to see it. No one wants to see it. Let us know if you want to see it. So that was our ITV experience. It was brilliant. It was brilliant. Whilst we were there, I took a phone call from the BBC. Yeah, it's like we are just all about all about the media at the moment, aren't we? Yes, ITV, lovely, lovely, lovely. BBC rang. We are going to be doing another guest segment on weddings in August. We're going to be doing their Ask an Expert, not our Ask an Expert. And anyway, this is the penultimate our Ask an Expert. That's quite that. That's live. That's quite a lot of asking experts in one sentence, isn't it? Yes. Next week's the last live asking expert. There we go. And then, anyway, moving on from our exciting day at the ITV studios, um, at the weekend, we had a wedding to go to, or to, to help set up with. So that was quite exciting. We like a good wedding. And it was a, um, a May weekend. You're always a little bit worried about May sometimes. Is it going to be nice? Is it going to be a bit wet? The forecast looked like it was going to be wet, but it was golden. Gorgeous. It was, golden. It was gorgeous, wasn't it? Um, and... Anyone who might have seen in our, our other video that Adam posted, I don't know if you put it on this channel or the Bailey channel. No, it's on this channel and it's on a blog on the Outside Bride yeah. website. Um, Alan went to do the setup on his own, which I wasn't the best happy about, most happy about, if I'm honest, after his recent heart ticker scare a few weeks back. Two, right? two weeks ago yesterday, I was in hospital. The, the thought of going to a very remote field in the middle of the West Sussex um, without any phone signal, which is going to come on to in a minute, yeah. um, <laughs> and wasn't. But, Best, but he, he's here today, he's fine. I'll be honest, I'm, I'm like a pretty, what's the word, self-sufficient chap. There's mm. not a lot that phases me generally. And uh, yeah, this was a week and a half after being in hospital in a van that we recently had some hiccups in, hadn't we? We've had some flat batteries and flat tyres, but in theory it's rectified, but you know what vehicles like. So I'm in this field we're going to talk about with no phone signal, which we're going to talk about. And and I don't think, very rarely do things actually enter my head, but for a minute I was like, oh mm. yeah. And I was a mile from the nearest house. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so the field that um, we were in and I was there. Well, on... we need to kind of, the title of this section. Are we going to go straight into I'm it? Going into oh, you're doing that. Okay, that's fine. Oh, well done. You're a professional. Thanks. That's what so, I'm you. Um, it it was a really, really good setup and a beautiful part of the world. Really lovely part of the country. And um, Alan had a great setup there, and you met the couple, and they were lovely, and no, they were they so were excited. Lovely, yeah. Um, what it did flag as suppliers were there was there are a few little warning signs there that had they not been taken care of properly, um, could have changed the entire sort of feel of the day or Can we say challenges yeah, there, there were challenges there yeah. were challenges um which kind of got us talking alan did a small video um whilst he was there on site a little vlog just showing you the sites and showing you the track and stuff um but really did um 
raised some questions to us as wedding suppliers about site visits and making sure that your suppliers that are coming in on board on your day are as informed as humanly possible before they get there. So there are no shockers when they get to there because with all due respect, the field was beautiful. It was like, this. if you looked at it, it was like a watercolour painting in front of you. Mm. You, you open, open up in the morning tents in the morning after camping the night before with those campfires. I mean, I mean, obviously we want the views, but genuinely yeah. go and have a look at my video just to enjoy <laughs> the view. Don't worry, ignore me and just yeah. watch the view in the it, re it really did hone in on a few key things that actually by organising a site visit with your key suppliers. Not that this is not every single supplier. You don't need to worry about, I don't know, um, your florist who's dropping in flowers, just dropping them Well, I, I'm funny yeah. enough, I was thinking yeah. about that as you're talking. Yes, your florist doesn't necessarily need to do a site visit, but I felt this type of site, you would probably want to over-communicate yeah. with a crib yeah. sheet on, on it. You know, there is no signal, yeah. a map, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. And, and this comes down to your setup plans for your actual wedding, the get into your wedding, but also months before, making sure that you can see your suppliers on the ground so they know how to cope with things because um, things like weather changes, and ground condition changes, the season's changing. You might look at a field in the summer or I might look at the, the, the field in the autumn and you'll be getting married in the summer. You might be going for April, which is still going to be quite damp underfoot. There are so many variables and it's really good to see that site in the flesh so you can start to pick away and work out what's mm. going on. Um, the major challenge for the site that we were at the weekend was the fact that it was a very remote farm. Literally, it was a no-through road road, a nice tarmac road you turn around into the farm you went in. wasn't it three miles from the junction all the way up yeah. this dead end road yeah. which turned into a track and then the yeah. track went up into into the fields into where the campsite was it was a very um off the grid type campsite wasn't yeah it? yeah yeah people would go for what no what do they could they call them off the grid unhooked yeah unhooked unplugged unplugged unplugged, unplugged. um the track from where the farm building started to get to the site was a mile long on very knobbly very bumpy very worn track wasn't mm -hmm. it and it wasn't it wasn't a hard hard surface it was it was gravel in places wasn't it yeah 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 so um, I, I, actually there was gravel on the slope so when you really wanted yeah. grip there was no grip yeah. it was gravel when i did the site visit eight nine months previous to that because i went down to meet the couple um i turned up in a little sports car because i was feeling a bit fancy in, in, in the summer i think with the top down let's go to the west, west sussex on my yeah, own why do we do sports type business in we've got know. an old mgf or anyone it, it wasn't yeah. um i suddenly realized actually had we turned up on the day for the setup with our usual setup which is a long wheelbase van with a trailer a long long wheelbase trailer there would be no chance on earth that trailer would have got to the entire um, length of that track and up the hill with a fully loaded um, van and trailer. It was just not going to happen. But we knew that in advance, so therefore we packed lighter. We didn't take the trailer. We packed in the van solely, and it was absolutely fine. Um, we've said a few times there was no mobile. Fit, there wasn't any fit phone signal. Very, 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 very weak. flaky. Very, very weak, flaky. Yeah. Um, so with that in mind. Working that out on the site, and I appreciate you're going to be visiting your wedding venue before you actually get to your wedding, but checking out the mobile phone signal, checking out a few people's mobile phone signal. So the groom and the bride, yes, you're very important, but you're going to be busy on the day. Mm. So checking bridesmaids, groomsmen, family members to see it's, who's it's, got... It's really important, and sorry to interrupt, because yeah. there's so many... Um potential reasons from from you wanting to be able to find out where a supplier is right up to and including 
an emergency, yeah. right? Yeah. So, and everything in between, you know, from where are you to 999, you, you want some signal or you or you need to be able to understand what's going, yeah. where it's going on. On the flip side as well, if you have a supplier arriving on the day of the wedding, it might be a band, it might be a caterer, it might be a florist, um, if they're lost or they need directions in and your phone has got zero bars of, ba- um, of, yeah. of, of signal, they're not going to be able to call you. So therefore, you need to have your secondary number they can ring. So it could be your, your, be- your best man. It could be your, your mum. It doesn't really matter. Just knowing what everyone's signals are like and if they're, if it is weak, where are your key points in that location where you can get good signal? I mean, we, li- we live in a world where uh, getting a, if you find out for argument's sake that Vodafone's strong there, you know, getting a Vodafone SIM is a negligible action nowadays. But this is worth it. I mean, most places... UK, yeah, yeah, we're going talking to, extreme here. But this was a very, very, very remote site. However, going back to the remoteness and perhaps those suppliers, you know, whether you've got an ice cream carrot, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to think of some random things, a florist, um, you know, uh, a bouncy castle. The people who aren't necessarily going to do a site visit, I would absolutely create them a crib sheet. This was the sort of venue where a postcode was not good no. enough, right? It wasn't good enough. It got you on the three mile track. And that's in the most farmer's fields. If you're getting there yeah. in a farmer's field, very sort of a green space, you won't have a postcode. No. And for the sake of creating like a one sheet of PDF that you can send out to the suppliers with how to get there and the yeah. details around it, that's not about you that's not about you pandering to the suppliers. No. That's about you ensuring they turn up for your wedding. Yeah. Because, you know, we, we, live, we work in an industry where it is unregulated. There are a lot of small companies. And I'm sure as the percentages, you know, the, the needle swings, there will be people somewhere who go, stuff this, I can't be bothered, I'm going home, you know, and and we see them all the time in the Facebook groups. So this is about due diligence. This is about best practice. This is about you going, here's a, you know screenshot of a google map here's this here's this one sheet pdf dear suppliers this is where we're at you know any problems this number there is weak mobile signal you may not be able to get us on you know on your phone that's their phone not your phone so it's it's about having all of that information available and and i'm a huge believer in over communicating and it's about making sure and ensuring all of your suppliers have that information. But making sure as well, going back to... to After my preach, I got that. <laughs> making there. sure you... Um, if you are remote and your postcode isn't taking you to the direct place where you're going, making sure that you've got signage up in, in good time or balloons or a flag or something that they can see from the road that's going to get them yes. onto the right way because they could really end up... We have friends who are in a wedding band. Um, they were... At in, on the Hailing Island venue that we know. Oh, yes, yes. yes. And um, they turned up in the Sorry. evening. It was darker. The sun had, had gone down already. Um, they lit, again, it was a similar situation. The um, It was a fixed marquee site, but you go through a farmer's built yard and stuff. There's no lot where yard. you drive through yeah. the farm. And yeah. it's beautiful when you get there. You have stunning views of the, of, um, the Solent right in front of you as well. But they literally got to a fork. They took the left-hand fork. They ended up in right in the middle of the field, which was nowhere near the actual um, venue itself. And a tractor, they got bogged into the ground and a tractor from the local farm had to come and pull them out. Oh, I, I have a similar story, actually, as we're on site visits. So um, 
Um, I've, I'll be honest, this was us, happy to admit it, not, not with Bay Lily Bell Tents, with my old marquee company. And uh, the, the bride and groom rightly said, look, we've had a lot of, they had an April wedding. Mm-hmm. They said, we've had a lot of rain this, uh, this winter. We think we want to do another site visit before it. And we're like, yeah, no problems, because we, we, we recognise the importance mm-hmm. of them. So we went down, we met them one Sunday morning, went, yeah, no, you're right, there's a lot of water here, but your wedding's two weeks away. Forecast was some, we think we're going to be all right. Anyway, so we did the so we did the site visit. Um, we then turned up with the generator for the wedding. Uh, we started to drive around the field, and the generator sunk to its axle in the thing. So the the, the, the important part here is for you guys that. The bride and groom were were, were free. They're yeah. clear. You know, it it was our problem, and yeah. and, and I don't mean that in a funny way, no, but I, I mean it's that true. as in as in a some suppliers are probably going to get a bit uppity on why didn't you tell us how wet it was or something like that. They did. They brought us yeah. in. They did a site By visit. Informing people the most. Yeah, yeah, they they communicated properly with us. We chose to drive the generator on that certain part of the field. And when it sunk, yeah, that delayed us as seven of us tried to dig this generator out. But it was your responsibility. But it was our responsibility. And that's the key message here. Because they had communicated effectively with us and told us everything we needed to know and should know, it was our responsibility. Other key reasons to have a site visit before the big day, um, things like your marquee structure supply, for example. You might have your view of how you want to lay out your field. You might have a certain vista that you want to be pointing towards you might have an idea of how you want to lay things out but if for example the ground condition isn't great or in terms of what what um what's it called what's underneath not clay or clay or chalk. i don't know i'm gonna be honest i zoned out <laughs> for a second so i had no idea what you were talking about um, the, the, i was trying what, not what, to sneeze what the condition of the ground is below um what the um the slope is doing on the ground um do people want do marquee companies need to come with a big flooring down are they gonna have to bring packing to come and level out your mm. floor they will want to come and see it in the flesh so they can prepare themselves in terms of what equipment they're going to need to bring they might also have some other ideas up there that you might not have thought about you might have had an image in your head from when you looked on your pinterest board but actually these guys you work with for your wedding do this every single weekend of the season they do probably two or three events a weekend even they're doing it all the time and they have ideas and they have thoughts about how you can tweak things to make things flow better um again things like the flooring yes you can have a non-packed floor you might be on um, coconut matting but really do you want all your guests to be sitting like that whilst they're eating no. it's not ideal so do insist actually that's really important <laughs> what you don't think is a big slope uh, a marquee supplier may think a hill yeah so yeah um, and it's that once again semantics is key here you go yeah it's kind of flat and it turns out, actually, no, that's, that's a different definition of flat to the marquee company. And so the other thing I was thinking about site visit and a structure company is, you know, a random field in the South Downs like we were at, um, not so much. But if you're in a back garden or a country house estate or something else, is pipes under the ground. Yeah. Um, you know, there, there's an element of due diligence on that. Yeah. And you inviting them along to go, can you check the ground for... With a cat scan potentially. Yeah, ab- absolutely, absolutely. Um, other things to talk about in terms of why they might want to have a site visit, and this is for any of your suppliers that are coming and bringing infrastructure into your day. Um, Alan just hit the nail on the head. If you're going to a garden or you're going to a, a manor house, maybe with some a nice grounds on the outside, and um, what the access is again, yeah, Alan's, Alan's done a wedding before, and I always remember Kimberly's, and she, she, wrote, she wrote my we know quite well. But, but it, was, it was our problem, <laughs> it, was, our, our it was in the very, I think it was like our first they job. They had, had a very lovely, substantial sized garden. 
enough for a, a nine by 20 marquee or whatever it was. You know, it was a massive garden, but there was no vehicle access to the rear of the garden. So everything has to be walked from the front garden through the side of the house down into the main and garden. Seven tonne of marquee seven equipment. Seven tons of marquee equipment, which the boys were fine with and they managed to I didn't to need get to go to the gym it. that week. Um, <laughs> but again, it's making sure that your your teams are aware of what they're going to be looking at. And they, if you, how would you get a toilet block through that kind of space? How can you drive things on? Where are you going to put things that are going to make it easy for everybody and that no one's going to really be breaking their backs unnecessarily because they yeah. already know before they get there what to bring. As a flip side to this, and um, I don't know if you've got much more to add, but yeah. I'm thinking of putting it, look, look, we don't want to scare you, but what we the, the the kind of flip of this is, if you're booking um, quality supplier, none of this will be a problem to no. them. None of this. No. The site visit won't be a problem. They will ask you what the access is like. They will ask you, you know, these questions. So please don't be worried or scared. We're, these are just things we always think you need to think about. But if you're booking a quality supplier, these are the things they yeah. will ask you anyway. Yeah. So and they might they might ask directly for a site visit anyway. You might want to bring them down on site just to get to know them before the wedding. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I would. You yeah. know. Do you know what? Joke side. If I was giving. So if I, this was my first wedding, all joke side and I was about to give someone six thousand pounds give or take my hard-earned cash from Marky I'd want to meet them yeah. so I felt like I was getting a bit more for my money I'm being honest yeah. sorry everyone if you disagree but absolutely I'd want to meet them and if I could then like roll that into the site visit and kind of cross and tick all that off at the same sometimes time sometimes it allows any fears or any worries beforehand because sometimes a face-to-face meeting where you can just chat things through rather than emails are great and I I am a massive advocate for the email trail mainly because phone calls are awesome but I will always make sure I follow up a phone call with an email with those key points of what we have said in that e- in that phone call in an email. Um, emails are great because there's nothing that can be lost in translation. Um, it's written down black and white to see this is what has been agreed. Um, so sometimes that's fine, but obviously you can get, get along with actually going for a site visit where you can talk face to face. I would still insist on having that little mm. bit of interaction afterwards where you can write down what your key points were, takeaways after that. But yeah, sometimes just want to chat to someone that's absolutely fine. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, just <coughs> kind of final point as a supplier, one of the trickiest things in the wedding industry, I've got to think how to word this, is, is basically um, being no not being it's about being a trusted supplier because there's so many bad stories and 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 badness around i can't think of the word i'm sorry i'm not thinking it's negative negative negativity around wedding suppliers and they just up the price because it's a wedding and they, they just didn't turn up and my, they, I paid for my dress and they just never did it. And there's so much that as a, one of the biggest issues as a wedding supplier is, is, is staying above that line and ensuring your reputation's above yeah. that line. And don't get me wrong, 98% of wedding suppliers are off 99. 99, okay, 99% of wedding suppliers in the, in the world are amazing. But there's so much negativity. We have to need, do what we can do to preserve our ups. You know, but we're, I really can't. I'm so sorry. I'm, I just can't think. I'm it's turning into me today. No, I know. I, On, I'm really, that's last, really not very helpful of me saying that, but I just can't think. That's it for site visits. If you want <laughs> to ever ask us anything and you want to put a question either in the comments below or you want to send us an email just to clarify some things, that's absolutely fine. Feel free to do that. You can in- email us on info at theoutsidebride.co.uk. Um, I, I thought we had a couple of things. We were going to talk, as always, very quickly. Um, 
module one of the planning sessions yeah. is free so if you are getting married we have the ultimate guide to planning your own outdoor wedding uh, we have loads of worksheets and videos where we basically tell you everything in a nice little chronological order of planning your day and module one of that is free and that's all about where to start and how to get your ship in order and all these things yeah. so our links to that in comments beneath this and obviously in podcast description and um what was the other thing we're doing some one-to-ones we're doing some one-to-ones that was the other thing so our uh, emily and i do one-to-ones on skype video chat that are proving very successful with brides and grooms and yeah, couples are, yeah. yeah and they like to just talk through their plan tap into our you know our expertise um but what we're doing is we're planning a day mm. a face-to-face day with uh, slots available uh there's a, well there's a couple of slots gone and there's a few more slots so i will basically if you're interested in that yeah, drop us an email some more dates yeah, so yeah. basically at the outside bride.co.uk let us know if you're interested uh, we had a competition winner a few weeks ago and we decided to have a face-to-face one-to-one with them and i really liked it i like talking to people on the yeah, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, I, get, like I get a little bit off a tangent about weddings so i get very excited but i thought it'd be really nice as i i do enjoy that um for us to open out a few days where we can come along to our base in Hampshire, or not to our base, somewhere a venue in Hampshire in, in the UK. So if you're in America, I'm really sorry. I, I'm, well, no, ha- if you're I'm in happy, America, fly I'm happy over, to fly yeah. over to you if you want to do my do with my expenses. Well, let's come visit us. That's absolutely fine. But we have a spare room. We do. <laughs> we do. We have three kids, so you don't want to stay with those guys. There's a hotel 400 meters away. <laughs> They're all right. Um, but we'll be opening up some slots for you to come down, and you can be either at the beginning of your wedding planning, where you just want some. Um, clarity on where to start what to focus on all that kind of stuff you might be in the middle where you're really struggling on a key item of your wedding planning that you just need some steerage on or you might be at the very very end of your of your planning journey the planning journey um, your planning journey where you are weeks away maybe in that final stage where you've done everything yeah there's another rule, but keep going. You've done everything, and you just want some eyes on your wedding to make sure that all your T's across, dots are right. Dots and, dots and I's. Oh, look, I'm the one not being oh, on Oh, my word. Or, or they might just want to spend an hour with you drinking coffee. Or a gin. A gin. gin. right. So I am drinking. Are we well off on a tangent? It wouldn't be Alan Emily. Yeah, Alan, that's Alan true. Emily and Alan, Alan, oh, my God. Anyhow, I'm drinking the last of... Um... Sorry, did you say anyhow? <laughs> These podcasters. Sorry, look, you know we actually have people. I know. know. These podcasters who listen to us without any visual right now—they must be going. What? I do hope the podcasters. Why do you listen to you? You still listen, so thank you so much for listening. I don't. Podcast is booming. (laughs) I don't always know why you listen to us, but thank you very much anyway. Um, We are down to the dregs, the dregs of our gin globe. We have a globe for the gin. It's not looking too healthy right now. No, but the good thing is. Not currently drinking because Alan's, Alan's on so. a health kick with his heart. Yeah, and um, I'm drinking enough for all of us because, well, his heart stressed me out. And um, it's my birthday next month, so what I would really, really, really like is some bottles of gin to go into I, my. I gym don't think boat. you can publicly say that. That's is that cool? Just did. Well, I'm right. fine with that. Okay, um, so right. if anyone wants to buy me a birthday present, 23rd of June, um, feel free to buy me gin because I really do need to replenish gin globe. It's quite a sad state of affairs. The leftover chocolate gin is still not great. And no. I can't bring myself to throw it away, but it was minging. No, it was minging. We brought you that, didn't you? Right, let's wrap up some housekeeping. So, uh, link to the blog below that takes you to the vlog of, oh my goodness, of the site we've been talking yeah. about, right? 
but also it's on our YouTube channel. So if you're just watching this on YouTube, go, it, find, it. go and find it. It'll be like the last video uploaded yeah. if you go to uploads. So go and check that out. Um, what else was I going to say? Yes, please, YouTubers, like, comment, subscribe as always. Watchers, feel free to say hello right now if you want to. We're here for another minute or two. Um, so yeah, like, comment, thumbs up, subscribe to our channel, please. We would love that so much. Um, podcasters, thank you for listening. Thank who, you. who would have known? Let us know what you think. Let us know if you've got any feedback. We, we love feedback. Feedback's I'm quite excited by the, the future of the <laughs> podcast, actually, because um, as you probably all know by now, um, this live session is changing. Ne next week is our very last, for now, live, live session. Of Talk about live periodically. Oh, we will be. You know, as we, we can't go. We can't, we're addicted but to it. this session is going to be going into a pre-recorded video, and um, we're going to be doing a lot of focus on our podcast with some um, details of episodes that are more like honed into specific areas of, of the outdoor wedding planning which are really really exciting we've got some guest speakers who want to come on board as yes. well there's lots going on with the podcast so if you are on youtube watching today and you haven't even known we have a podcast do feel free to check us out on itunes or soundcloud we're there or spotify or spotify and any of the other channels yes right so thank you day. ever so much everyone thank you thank you thank you we promise you we mean that yeah. um thank you so much for watching and listening and we look forward to seeing you next week for the last ask an expert like have a good time bye, bye.